This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. And neither of us are Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. Hi. But we're joined by Kaylee. Indeed. For more fun times and shenanigans. And today we are on the couch because that's what sounded good. And who suggested it to us? Um, Crystal. Crystal. Yes. Thank you, Crystal. We're excited to be back on the couch. If you have been around for a while, you might recognize said couch. We're <laughs> back. It's, it's making a cameo again. Right? <laughs> With all the stuffies and everything. Yeah. Good stuff, Even man. Though there's so many more. I know. They're all on the floor. They've been evicted from their home. <laughs> Great. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, this is our sibling duo podcast about life with chronic and invisible conditions. Um, where can they find us? Oh, they can find us on Spotify, Audible, um, almost maybe Apple. Perhaps. <sighs> so close to Apple. Um, YouTube if you want to watch us. Mm-hmm. TikTok if you want to laugh. Yes. And Discord to join in and have conversations with us. Yes. There's also um, YouTube shorts now that oh, have been yes. added, and those are pretty funny. So go check those out if you have... Uh, you are so inclined. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to do kind of a refresher on um, coping skills and bad days and um, what it looks like to actually listen to your body's needs and your emotional needs and um, respond with kindness instead of judgment. So all of those coping skills and self-care skills. We needed it. Yes, we needed a couch day. So today is our comfy, lazy day. It seemed like it was a communal need. Yes. We did the lives and people were not having a great time. No. And every time I've talked to people, they've not been having a great time. It's been a rough couple of weeks. It's been a rough couple of years, but you know. It's been a rough life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yet we're still here. <laughs> still Dang at it. it. Yes. Um, <laughs> moving forward, this does have some like dark humor to it. Um, that is how we survive. So please don't be offended. And if you are offended by such things, this may not be the show for you. That's true. Yeah. But you give it a shot. Yeah. You never know. Uh, we also have a website and a discord so you can check those out. Um, fantasticpains.com. Mm-hmm. And that'll have links to most of our stuff. We're still working on getting it updated a little bit. We're new to this whole thing, so... It's taking us a minute to get situated, but (laughs) once we are, it'll be great. And you'll have the shop open um, and be able to send us coffee money on our PayPal. Yeah. And better merch. Yes. We're getting there. Much better merch. It'll be great. But first. But first, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. Um, Yeah. It was a week. It was a really weird week. We shot on um, Monday. Well, we shot, <laughs> I thought we shot almost every day last weekend yeah. until Monday, didn't we? Yeah. We did. We did our live Friday. Yeah. We did our live Monday and then tried to shoot. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Sunday, we did a live. We're going to record. And then yes. we recorded on Monday. Saturday. Because Monday was, was Martin sick? Luther King. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because I was sick last week. That oh, was yeah, fun. Yeah, tripped. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That was great i liked i love anytime i get to like heave i hate it so much Mm -hmm. oh god um but yeah it's just been a weird week so we shot on monday 
and got that done and up. And I hope you like it. It's a really good one. We had a lot of fun shooting it. So yeah. it was really goofy. Fingers crossed that you enjoyed <laughs> that one. <laughs> It'll be one that we like, but no one else will like it. Right. And then, you know, the next one we produce that we hate, everyone will be like, that was the All best. All the time. It's so weird. You, you know, know like, that this one is where, amazing. Like, you didn't like, get to no, a point and this. you didn't help and there was no, it, would, it wasn't even funny. You just spoke words into the ether. More of that, please. It was like, fun. Okay, guys. Stream of consciousness. <laughs> yes. yes. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, oh, we had a snow day on Wednesday. You finally got your snow day. Yeah. Thank God, because I was mad. I was like, if we don't have a snow day, I'm going to riot yeah. all by myself. I'm a riot. You were saying Loot it like over things. all of the break yeah. in the beginning of January. So I was mad because they had like three snow days yep. when we were on break. And I was like, I'm never going to get a snowman. I want to not have to go to work when I'm supposed to go to work. But you got it. I did. I did get it. And this week wasn't like, it wasn't a bad week. It was just a lot. And it never yeah. slowed down. And then there was a lot of like icky pain involved. Like I had a few just bad episodes of what I think now are um, hiatal hernia attacks. Yep. Yeah. I was so. feeling it too. There were like two long ones that were like hours long. And they were really sharp and intense. Yeah. Well, I had one where like my heart rate was affected. And those are the ones that like that. This is when this started way back when when they thought it was my heart. Because first they were like panic attacks. Next, they were like heart because I had a um, abnormal Q wave. Yeah. And they had no idea why that was happening. But apparently the hiatal hernia attacks can look so much like heart attacks and with symptoms and everything that they can fool physicians. So there was a lot of that and like just just awful, awful, not fun, horrible pain. Yeah. Did not have a good time. Lots of not sleeping. Yeah. And then being too fatigued to do anything. Exactly. Not tired, fatigued. Yeah. And then, and then, oh, my, yeah. um, so my ceiling's been leaking for a while because there's water leaking into my attic and it has like rotted away a big chunk of drywall and that fell into the kitchen and that was really fun. And so Friday I did not go to work and I dealt with that all day. And by the end of it, I was like, I am so tired of talking to this man. Like he's super <laughs> nice, very kind human, but like, Jesus, man, I'm done talking to you. Get out of my house. Thank you. Bye. Well, like spoons with people. Yeah. Hard spoons with strange people harder. Well, and it was like spoons with strangers who want to sell you things impossible. Hours and yeah. hours and hours of this, and then like an hour in between having them running back and forth, and it was just it was a mess. Yeah. So at the end, we decided we're not replacing the swamp cooler, but now we have to call roofers to come get it and patch the roof. Yep. So that'll be fun. Oh, God, I, yeah, my mom has to deal with that anytime it rains <laughs> or snows mess yeah and our problem is like anytime it starts to um like melt and evaporate yeah bad things happen fun i like the same week just without the yeah the drama really i mean i kept like the kids were really cuddly this week yeah and i was not i was in a don't touch me mood which is really hard when i don't want to be mean i'm like sorry guys but it, like touching yeah, you will make you, me like go away panic touching my skin right now is not a good sensation yeah and they, I mean, they were, they're understanding. 
I just feel bad because there are days when they're just really like cuddly and they yeah. want that. They need that, you know? Right. Because you want to meet their needs, but you want to meet your needs at mm. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots bad. of fatigue. Just... Lots of pots. Yeah. And then, like I was saying yesterday in the live, lots of like underlying depression for no reason. Yeah. Anytime I was idle, it was just depressed yeah. until I was doing something. And then it was everything was fine. It was it's weird. I'm on like a weird manic shift. Cause like I didn't sleep last night. Yeah, and I am not tired. I'm wide <laughs> awake. Hitting and, like, the high now after the low. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. My meds are working. It's just probably like seasonal affective adding other right. things. Well, and I think like the constant back and forth with the weather is not doing us any favors. Oh no! It's yeah, we just had that like snowstorm. Huge yo-yoing effect that is happening. Yeah. And then I thought there was something else that happened this week. I can't remember what it was. If I remember, we'll come back to it. No. We missed the gym. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we didn't make it to the gym. Because, yeah, Wednesday we were snowed in. Thursday, I was just exhausted. And there was a lot going on with, um, like, family stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wound up taking care of that Thursday night. And then that's when we normally would have gone. And then Friday I was like, maybe we can go. In between me running around and then no. no. But I did clean like a maniac. Yeah. No, and I was active. <laughs> I almost yeah. thought about breaking the treadmill out at one point. Yeah. Well, and I was like, I think I can count yesterday because that was a oh, lot of you, running around sure, yeah. and doing stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Other than that, it was a week. week. Yeah. The lives were good. Yes. Thank you for joining everyone. Yes. They're so much fun. I love getting to talk to everybody. Yeah, and if you guys want to know what they're like, we keep them up so you can watch them. They're pretty chillax, and we yes. just talk about whatever. Yeah. Well, and now the chat has um, unionized and revolted. Thanks, Crystal. You've started a push, and now everyone <laughs> wants the uncut versions of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so Craig even voted the twice. Is maybe. <laughs> I know that was funny. <laughs> um, uh, if you're interested in the lives, um, you can participate. By joining our Discord. We do lives um, Friday evenings, Mountain Time, and then Saturday mornings, Mountain Time. Yeah. We're in the Midwest. Yes. You know. And so are a lot of the people that follow us. Yeah. So the. <laughs> or across the sea. Yeah, across the pond. Which is sure. why we added that Saturday live to get with our people from uh, Europe. And it's working. Yes. So fun. But yeah. yeah. On to mental health. Well, how about Kaylee? Do you want to do a recap of anything? It doesn't have to be a weekly. It could be like a... Just a general recap. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I got a lot. <laughs> it's, no. It's just been a lot. It's a lot. I think that counts. Yeah. No, like, that's fair. That is a state of being. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned. I mean, I could... I started the process to, like, have um, TMS treatment. Oh, really? But, um, like, I had an appointment for that like at the beginning of the month and i just heard back like two days ago that my insurance approved it like i've had phone oh, no. calls every week this month and so, what is tms um transcranial magnetic simulation where they just like stick a magnet on your brain and stimulate the part of your brain that is they think is responsible for depression like oh, when cool. it's okay. underactive it causes depression so stimulating it it's supposed to help and it works for like 85 percent of people nice 
Um, and I usually only do it for people who have like tried three or four different antidepressants yeah. mm-hmm. and not had like success with it. Because I guess by the time you're on your fourth antidepressant, if you're still not seeing any results, there's only like a 7% chance that the next antidepressant will do anything wow. for you. So at right. that point, if you hadn't had any luck with the first four, then you need to try something else. And at that point, it's considered, like, intractable, right? I think so. Oh, man. So that's where I'm at. I've had three different antidepressants, and, like, they work in that I am more functional than I was before, but, like, the depression is still there. Yeah. Like, I still have, like, symptoms besides just, oh, I'm sad. I still have, like, the exhaustion and all that good stuff. But, like, this past weekend, right before I did, like, the psych evaluation for the PMS, I got blood work results back that said that I have an underactive thyroid, which could be, like, a root cause for my depression. I was going to say, yeah. That made a huge difference for me. Yeah. My doctor wants um, to wait six weeks and then, I guess, do more blood work and see if it's, like, still low. Mm Mm-hmm. And then treat it, but like I've already started the whole process with the TMS. Yeah. And even after insurance, that'll cost like $900. So, like, I'm at a point where I'm like, do I proceed with the TMS? Right. Since like I've already got the ball rolling on that, or do I wait and like wait six weeks and talk to my doctor about the thyroid and see if treating that fixes things? Yeah. And if it doesn't, then go back and try TMS. Mm hmm. Does the TMS work like um like exercise kind of thing, where like they you do it a, and over time you get that part of the brain to be more active? I think so. Um, the guy that I was talking to on the phone on like Monday or Tuesday about it, he said that um, I don't remember the exact numbers, but most people will just like go into complete remission. Wow, their depression. And, like, only a small percentage have to come back for uh, another series of treatment later. How many like, treatments are in the... So you have to go in oh, no. for five days a week Wow. for six weeks. And then another three weeks they taper off. That's Dang. So, it's so they get it active. Involved. And yeah. then yeah. you have to titrate basically off of it. Wow. Dang. That's really interesting, though. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like, or would you think about, um, what do they even call it when you do, it's not ketamine. You know what I mean? Like when they do psychedelic. Oh, the microdosing? I have microdosed. It worked okay, but it was Not even that, like the, the psychedelic reprocessing where you work with a therapist oh, and wow. a set dose that you get and yeah, you take yeah. it and you do a therapy session. I haven't tried that, no. More yeah. more and more people are like training in it, so it's just fascinating and interesting. Yeah. I might talk to my therapist about it. Um, she did suggest ketamine though. She wants me to do TMS and ketamine like together, like do the TMS and then do ketamine treatment. Nice. But the ketamine treatment's not covered by insurance. Oh. So Delicious. and it would be like over a thousand dollars yeah a whole series of treatments 
Yeah. Because that one you have to go, I think, weekly, once a week for six weeks. Wow. And it's like three or four hundred dollars of treatment. Jesus. Yeah. My God. When we were looking for my husband, there was a um, kind of like psychedelic treatment that they were offering. It's like, I think it's like LSD, but I can't can't right. remember. So don't quote me on it. Um, but it was going to be like $1,200 for the whole thing, I think. God. And it was like six weeks of doing like twice a week therapy or something with the stuff and they like send it with you and then you take it with a safe person at home yeah and then you sit at the computer and do your therapy session while you're tripping um yeah with the with the ketamine sessions that i was looking at you go in and it's they just hook you up and do like a ketamine drip for like 40 minutes yeah and you have to have someone with you to drive you home yeah um then i've also had a friend who was involved in like psilocybin trials mm-hmm. yeah and they just have you do a supervised trip. Yeah. And basically, I, th- I think it was like what you're saying. I don't know if he did therapy while he was tripping. Right. <laughs> I don't remember exactly. There's what supposed to be like a couple of different ways to do it. Like there's different things now that there's so many options that mm-hmm. are being like accepted and considered. It's just interesting because we don't have a lot of data on those things. We just... We have the ideas of them. Right. <laughs> and we're like, this is fascinating, but I don't know how it works. Yeah. Or like with like the psychedelics, it's like a lot of that stuff is illegal. Yeah. In a lot of places. So mm-hmm. it's hard to get like the medical trials going. Right. So there's just no data for that stuff for that reason. Yeah. It'll be so interesting when it like actually, because it's decriminalized now. Yeah. But when it's actually like legalized and put out like marijuana, I think it'll be really fascinating to see what studies can come from it. Yeah. There just haven't been any because it's bad. Taboo no-no. Well, and it's bad, expensive. Bad. Right? It's like mm-hmm. even even to do any of it, unlike trials, I, you still yeah. have to pay for incredible treatment. Get oh, yeah. approved for incredible treatment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're the patient, God forbid. Like, like it is very expensive. To be their guinea pig. <laughs> like, why do I have to pay you for you to use my body to inform yeah. your work? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Other way around. Or let's do it for free. Call it a day. No. That's crazy. Isn't it weird how, like, it's not considered critical care? Like, any of the mental health aspects no. of anything. It's None just, of it. Meh. I feel like that's changing. Yeah. But, like... It sucks. Yeah. Well, and I don't <laughs> think it's changed. Being depressed is expensive. Yeah. Well, and it's not changed enough in policy. Like the idea about it, like the way we think about it, mm-hmm. is is changing and evolving. And I think it's evolving more in the public than it is in policy, which is where we run into that problem. Yeah. Where the less, like, the less stigma not? there is around it socially, the more they'll have to like look at that and yes. change policy to reflect. Yeah. Right. But it, it's a process. Yeah. Long one. Man, I never would have thought about getting treated for any of the stuff. Like, it's weird to think that I was just untreated forever and that I functioned at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that we like, survived. Yeah. That's just bizarre compared <laughs> to, like, thank God I have some insurance to cover it. Because 
I have to like the amount I spend on my meds a month. Oh my god, would be yeah, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, even with insurance, there are times mm-hmm. where I'm picking up so many. This usually like forty dollars for like my two antidepressants and my anxiety meds. Actually, yeah. it was just one of my antidepressants and my anxiety meds. Jesus, weird question. But does anyone else get anxious when they go pick up their meds? A little. Because I always do. I almost have like full on like panic attacks about it. Oh no. I don't get that anxious. I'm sorry. That that is your experience. It's because I I just have bad experiences with pharmacies. Yes. So every time I need like I need something filled, it's a battle. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm a brat because I have Kaiser. Right. And Kaiser's pharmacies are Kaiser pharmacies. And so there's no like yeah. oh, we can't yeah. fill this or like double check it or like there are some yeah. things where they're like, oh, we have to call your physician and have them sign off on it again. Mm-hmm. But, but it's all in the same. Exactly. It's all right. in the same system. So I'm lucky as all hell there because I can't imagine trying to fight with so many people all oh, the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and then having pharmacies be like, um, well, he's drug seeking, so we're going to lock you out of all these different pharmacies. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to block your care because we've decided as pharmacists that you don't need that drug. <laughs> and you're like, hi, you're not a doctor, actually. No, but the doctors don't know any better. I, my doctor said that he uh, that it's fine. I mean, I that's happened to me medication. so many times. It's ridiculous. It's wild that that happens. Yeah. I always just feel like it's another way for people to exercise their like power or <laughs> yeah. like their need for power. And then they're like, I'm going to enforce my ideals on this random stranger. Yeah. Why? Or just having a bad it? day and they need to like take it out on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine though, like messing with somebody's life. Oh. No, well, I don't think they think of it that way. No. You know. But I think part of it is, like, that they're partially responsible for the yeah, yeah. that they distribute. Yeah. So, like, some of that stuff they're, like, uh, more hesitant to fill those prescriptions. But it shouldn't be up to them. Right. Yeah, no, especially with, like, things like Adderall right now. Mm-hmm. Where they're, like, well... <laughs> I'm not going to fill for that guy, but I'm going to fill for that lady over there because there's some yeah. difference or yeah, I'm, I'm, they'd like get to pick and choose now. I'm waiting for my Concerta again. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I was supposed to get it yesterday. They said it was filled. Went in. It wasn't filled. <clears throat> there's no reason that it should be a shortage. Right. There just really isn't. It's a pain. But on the flip side, it's a good time to practice like coping yeah. skills. It's true. I mean, like, we had a rough week. I I don't know how I made it, honestly. <laughs> I, I remember using good skills and bad skills. All the maladaptive coping. Dude, I was whoop, all about whoop. it. I was like, can I do it? I'll do anything to make this stop for now. Yeah. I'll try the healthy stuff, and then I'll just get desperate. And that's what I did. Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's hard, though. Like, when you when you're in the thick of it to remember and be like, oh, wait. I know how to cope. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just going to like count my breaths a little bit when you're like, I would like to cut off my limbs because it hurts. Completely. Yeah. They're not compatible mind spaces unless you've been practicing enough. Yeah. And then when you're feeling good, you feel like you don't have to practice anymore. And then you stop practicing 
And it's, it's like use it or lose it, yeah. basically, with coping skills. I had a situation recently. Like, one of my things that I do for anxiety is I'll put my feet up, um, like, against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps a lot with, like, the physical anxiety symptoms in particular. Yeah. Um, but, like, I woke up, like, having a panic attack. Oh, I hate that. And I just, like, was curled up in the fetal position. And I was like, it would really help if I put my feet up. But I just can't get myself to, yeah. like, mm-hmm. uncurl uh-huh. and do that. So, like, sometimes you have the coping skills and you just can't access them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the hard part. Especially, like, when it comes to something like that where you're like, physically, if I did something different. I could have some relief, but if you're like in a safe position ish, you can't uncurl. I get that. Like when, when these start kicking up, when I have those spasms that run into my groin, the only thing I can do is curl. And I know that like, (laughs) and sometimes it happens in the middle of the hallway at work. And I'm like, I have to get away from children, but I physically can't uncurl enough to move my body. Mm And you just can't. You're like, I need to. I want to. But I cannot. Yeah. The body rebels. <coughs> the brain and the body rebel. So All what's together. the skill that we're lacking there then? How to cope when uncopable. Wait. We get more different. Yeah. Give it time. Well, and I think that's that's a big one too is patience. Uh, I've never been patient. Yeah, no. I'm bipolar. Patience does not exist in no. my realm. It's that like now, 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 now. But yeah, it's that like patience piece that's really difficult. Yeah. Um, Like (laughs) I do it all the time. Like we'll check in with each other and we're like, just I'm waiting for different, like any minute now, different. Right. And sometimes it's not minute. Sometimes it's hours and sometimes it's days and sometimes it's weeks and sometimes it's seasons. Usually it's Because that happens. Ugh. Like all of winter, bad. Don't like it. Kind of terrible. <laughs> Don't recommend. But yeah, that patience piece is huge. And just being able to be like, I'm going to wait this out. And I am better about that one. Just because like, <laughs> I'm either like suffer or treat it. And I wait until it's unbearable before, before I treat, treat it. it yeah. Usually. I'm getting better at like preempting things. Um, but yeah, it's hard to <laughs> be patient when you're like, you're you're waiting for either, am I going to give up and give in and like opt out, medicate away? Or am I going to win and it's going to stop? Right. Because that's the other thing. Like when, when we first were starting like the medication side of things, especially with like pain, that was a precious commodity. Yeah. And you didn't use it unless it was absolutely the worst. Exactly. And then you would play the game of like, okay, this is horrible, but it could be worse later. Right. And then I might be out because I took some now. And then I just suffer until I'm like, is this the worst? Is it the worst yet? Yeah. When does it get worst? When can I treat this Am without feeling worst? bad? I have to check right. Hey, am I having the worst right now? Right. No? Oh, okay. Be worse. <laughs> and that's when my husband started calling me the heroin dragon. 
Yeah. Because I would just, I would have meds and then I would be crying on the floor and still not using them. Right. And he'd be like, oh my God, take your meds. What are you doing? Yeah, I've been yelled at for that. Yeah. It's not not a good feel. No. Especially when you're supposed to keep ahead of the pain in general. Right. I don't do that. No. Could you no, imagine? You just suffer until it's bad enough to opt out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Also, I'm not talking to you. That's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be discussing healthy options. Yes. Now that we've got maladaptive coping out of the way. <laughs> we've got plenty of that. So what does positive coping look like? Positive coping. Um, I was like, are you being <laughs> smart right now? What are you doing? No, I, I had to think about it because I have like grounding. And if I can ground through it, I'm fine. If I can't, then it's just a wait waiting game. Yeah. I don't I don't have any really good skills for the in-between. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just doesn't work for me as well. I found that, like, recognizing where I'm at makes a huge difference. Oh, yeah. Identification. So, like, if huge. I'm feeling anxious and I can be like, okay, I'm feeling really anxious right now. Yeah. And they'd be like, okay, my anxiety is causing these physical symptoms. What can I do to mitigate these physical symptoms and feel in the body like I'm okay so I can mentally deal with the anxiety? Mm-hmm. I do that with Jen all the time, which yeah. throws her off because she's like, how do I fix it? And I'm like, I don't need you to fix it. No, I, I have just stated need to put it out into the universe. Yeah, yeah. I, I have said it out loud. Now, you know that it's a thing that's going on with me. Yeah. And then we just move forward. Right. <laughs> like now I, I understand it. Well, it's interesting because like saying things out loud, even if it's not, there's no purpose necessarily behind it. It cements things as real. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You could be thinking like, oh, I'm anxious right now, but that's not, you're not cementing that Yeah, it's something that you hearing yourself say it too. Yeah. I love Being that. like, I'm feeling really anxious. And then you know, like, <laughs> I know what I can do to kind of mitigate that. My favorite is when I go, I'm anxious. And then Jen will turn around and be like, you've been anxious for three hours. <laughs> I'm like, I have been, you're right. <laughs> now that and she's like, it. and well, then, and then she'll identify what it is exactly. Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, oh, okay. No, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's a lot about like understanding. Mm-hmm. And if we can understand, then we feel safer and more settled. It doesn't spiral. Yeah. Because it was, we used to just go out of control. Right. Well, because we didn't know what was going on and we thought we were crazy and it wasn't real to begin with. But God dang it, this feels real. Which made us isolate and then yes. made everything's worse. And mm-hmm. yeah. Well, because if no one believes you or you feel like yeah, no one will say, believe when you. When you believe that nobody believes yes. you. Because <laughs> that's how the brain do sometimes. Yes. Because, you know, trauma. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> it's like Jen had some, some RP drama a while ago. And it was really weird to me because I've hung out with this girl maybe like three times just online. But she's really straightforward. And like she handles things, she has like a trauma brain. So like, oh, okay, when things got hairy, she was like, "Here's my opinion. I don't want to say anything else." And then mm. dipped from the conversation. Everyone else thought she was saying, "This is my opinion, and it's final, and you have to bend to my will." <laughs> and I was like, "No, clearly she just wanted to say that's how she feels. You can guys do whatever what you right. want with it. Do whatever you want with it. I'm a walk away." But so it, it was like days of people trying to digest this. They didn't understand it. And I was like, it just seems so clear to me. Yeah, trauma brain. Yeah, well. We're good at 
understanding ourselves and therefore other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that's why I'm good at the job that I do. So, what is your job? You've never said. <laughs> I'm a special education teacher, but I work with kids with um incredibly high trauma and um often behavioral and emotional issues. People. That is my favorite thing. You work with people. I work with people. And they turn into great people. Most of the time. Except for that one time. But I'm not <laughs> perfect. So. It was me. <laughs> I like kidding. how we all do I'm like, nah, <laughs> like I'm a everybody. monster. <laughs> but I don't know. Like anxiety too is a different one because I don't. For me, anxiety is not as bad. No. And has never really been as bad. I had a weird thing where, like, anxiety wasn't even on the table ever. Like, yeah. I wasn't anxious. But then as I started to, like, uncover things, my anxiety would grow. And I became an ang- ang- an anxious person. Interesting. Like, for a while. And then like, it was weird because, like, it was, I guess, the more I w- worked on my mental health, yeah, the more my anxiety went up. And it wasn't that I'm more that aware of it. That does make sense, like, though. Like, it does happen when, when you work on trauma and healing Mm-hmm. sometimes it you have to get better or you have to get, get worse, worse before get you get better i had i i definitely had that art. <clears throat> yeah and like, it can cause an uptick in physical symptoms mm-hmm. as well it's kind of like poking at a wound yeah yeah you have to excise it and then it's gonna hurt and then you have to clear the infection and then it's gonna be swollen <laughs> what part is the part where you take pictures and post them online every part oh that's what this is. That's when you <laughs> go on Discord and tell yes. people that you're mentally ill. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> like, excuse me, everybody. I'm mentally ill. Attention. <laughs> attention. I am depressed. They'll be like, Chris, shut up. You're always uh, depressed. Like, oh. Yes, but particularly now. This week, man. I don't know. It was like I had a weird manic low in the background. And then I hit a manic high, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. My life is a decision tree. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> with anxiety, I'm like, can I do anything about it? Yes, no. If there's no, I generally, like, spend some time thinking about the possible outcomes. But then I've logged them. I'm ready for whichever one. Yeah. And then I put it away because there's nothing else I can do with it. And then it's just an energy suck. Yeah. I mean, I got there. What's annoying to me is that I was there. And then I was like, let's dig through trauma. (laughs) And then trauma was like intrusive. Now you're going to have a full on like full body Mm. hallucination about the reliving that moment. Mm -mm. And then that became where like the anxiety came from, where you start to feel that feeling. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. I had to desensitize myself to it again. Yeah. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I, I guess... Mean, no, go for it. When I did have... like, So I had PTSD around the car accident mm-hmm. that I was in when I was in high school. And there was a lot of like driving anxiety. Because every time we... like, Every time I could see an accident happening... Because again, like thinking ahead and brain just does what it does. Um, every time I could see an accident happening or foresee an accident happening, I was I was literally just 
going into flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> repeatedly, all the time. And I was like, I can't live in flashbacks. This is awful. And so, yeah, driving made me extremely anxious for a very long time. That would do it. Yeah. But I've never had, like, general anxiety. Right. I was labeled with generalized anxiety. But I don't think I was ever, like, generally anxious. No. You weren't, though. That's the thing. (laughs) If I was anxious, there was, like, a reason or it was specific. Yeah. My ex was in a car accident and, like, had driving trauma and anxiety to the point where he just, like, wouldn't drive anymore. To the point where I broke my ankle and I needed to go to the hospital. And he's like, yeah, but it's your left ankle, so (gasps) you can drive. No! He went with me, but he wouldn't drive me. Oh, wow. That's intense. Yeah. So if you're at that point... That's Get like you help. should be getting therapy yeah. and not like making your girlfriend drive herself to the hospital with a broken ankle. Right? Yeah. That's not, no. <laughs> that's when you're making your problems into other people's yes. problems and that's not okay. Yeah. Well, and then at that level, it's very clearly affecting your functioning. And if it's clearly affecting your functioning, that is a good sign to go get that like worked up. Looked at, worked on, like. Go get some help. If it is impacting your daily functioning, get some help. It's okay. I almost said, be a man. Get some help. <laughs> get some help. Because those TikToks crack me up. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. What's anxiety like for you now? I don't have any, really. Okay. Like, even when like I have the, the like depression and stuff come in, Yeah. there's not real any anxiety to it. Unless... The, the only thing that, that comes near it is the physical symptoms. Yeah. You know, like when you feel like if you're having that like heart feeling. Yeah. You have like that, the the hiatal hernia feeling. Yeah. Can kind of be an anxious moment. But yes. But that's purely physical. Right. It's not, and it's not out of my control because <sighs> I understand what's happening. And that was so frustrating to deal with before I knew what was going on because they would tell me it was a panic attack. And so I was like, fine, if it's a panic attack, we're going to just we're going to remember that right off the bat, that if if this is a panic attack then I should be able to stop panicking or prevent (laughs) panicking or head off the panicking. And then I got to a point where I could ground through the entire episode. Yeah. But the physical symptoms persisted. Exactly. And then I was like, clearly, this is not just a panic attack. Like. What? (laughs) What? And that's when they were like, heart. And now we're like that's the same route I went. Guts, because it feels like heart. Feels very much like a heart attack. Yeah. Well, it's like what we talked about last week. Yeah. Finding the right <clears throat> diagnosis. Yes. Down the line, you'll figure it out eventually <laughs> if you just keep looking. Yeah. And having different, more ex- just try on experiences. different hats forever. <laughs> the heart attack happened. didn't get it. Let's try a different thing. Let's <laughs> let's do chest pressure. Oh, that's not working. <laughs> Let's add in some numbness and tingling. They still haven't figured this out. This is really bizarre. I'm like throwing everything at them and they're just not getting it. No. Jaw pain. Got it. Left arm pain. Got it. Ear stabbies. Oh, ear stabbies. I don't like the ear stabbies. Yeah. (laughs) Your body was like, no, make the neck pop. Yeah, no. Do it. Do it now. It was interesting what we were talking about earlier with um, 
I think it was Krieg, when we were talking about noticing the physical surroundings yeah. changing before you notice you're depressed. Yeah, that was super interesting. So Krieg was talking about knowing that there's a depression, like the increase in depression symptoms based on the status of the house. Yeah. And like she knows that she's depressed if she's not picking up the clothes or not putting things away or like all of these different things. So I was like, Mm -hmm. that's a really interesting way of kind of marking that change. Yeah. And I think it would work really well for people who are generally well organized and function well, but that wouldn't work for me. It would not work for me either because <laughs> uh, if that was how it worked, like I would have never not been depressed. Oh, from, it totally works for from me. when I was born. Been, oh, it does <laughs> not work for me. And it's messy. Dumpster fire all day long, forever. I can tell I've been feeling better lately because I want to rearrange, not rearrange. I want to refix that office nook upstairs. Yeah. But it's been engulfed in all of the Christmas explosion. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So now I need to like clean it all off and then move feeling, things. And yeah. feeling better or feeling manic better not manic because i do know that you like to organize and that would if i were manic manic i would be moving you would have done it already okay the bed would go into jen's corner like we should build a loft for the bed we really should i said remember (laughs) if we're gonna put the loft up there it really needs one that'd be great loft everything why isn't everything beds if you have vaulted ceilings that's so much you could have all that it's an invitation i know I want vaulted ceilings so that I can build beds just into the walls at random, like Minecraft. <laughs> Sorry. We bought a condo. Yeah. And it is like the studio. And they like had to, they have high ceilings, so they yeah. like vaulted their bed. That's so, like, amazing. Their desk underneath it. Hell but yeah. Part of the thing is it's like low income housing. So yeah. And it came with a Murphy bed, and they're not allowed to remove it because it still has to be there when they like sell the place yeah even though they own it why um because like the low income housing thing there's like more requirements and stuff yeah so they just kind of like but have this murphy horribly bed in- up stored and then put their bed like in front of it so it's like just like a, a loss of like a foot and a half yeah. of space in their living area that's that so weird will never be seen right <laughs> that's so weird because Okay, I can get, like, and I don't even know if this is why they do it. I have no idea. Um, But I can get, like, oh, the new person moving in doesn't have money to buy a bed. I I could get that and having the Murphy bed. but like a small amount of space. But that takes, like, you have to be willing to, like, pack up your bed (laughs) back into the closet. And, like, then you don't really have room for other furniture. Right. Because you'd have to move the furniture out of the way to put the bed down yeah so like and i'm sorry bother is there a safe murphy bed out on the market today i think so (laughs) i hope the ones that are designed like counterweights and stuff i it'd be great to be in a murphy bed and just get flipped up into the wall yeah (laughs) put me away (laughs) deep pressure therapy (laughs) oh my god but yeah, no, that wouldn't work for me. But I think it's a great idea. Like noticing your depression as it manifests in your physical surroundings. Yeah. It's it's a tool I use. I do not. Because I literally am just a tornado 24-7. Yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> it's okay. I am a mess. 
I enter a room with something in my hand, I put it down on the first flat surface that yeah. I see, and then I forget I've done it, and I never find the thing again. I started doing the, like, don't put it down, put it away, but then I forgot about that. Right. I do it and then like I stopped using it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I go back to old habits. Because I have crazy, super bad ADHD, and I'm, like, learning year by year how bad my ADHD actually is and how impactful it is. Like... I can't stick with any system like that right there should have been a kicker Yeah, for understanding ADHD. But like there is no system that works because I can't stick with a system <laughs> and then I forget the system exists. And then yeah. if things are not in my eyeline, I don't remember where they are or if they existed in the first place. Right. It just doesn't work that way. Yep. I think I noticed my depression more in like my social relationships and how I'm feeling about them. Yeah. Like if I if I'm feeling like everybody hates me, I'm probably <laughs> pretty depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't get that anymore. <laughs> it's weird. I used to have it really bad like just assuming everything that was ever thought about me was a negative. Did you yeah. think that I hated you? No. Except when we first met. I was going to say. <laughs> Except for when we first met. <laughs> I was pretty positive that you hated that me. <laughs> no. I never doubted that for a second. If anything, I would be worried that I was annoying or bothering you. Never. You know? But I don't have enough of you in my life. It's because we live too close FYI. together. I need uh, to move yeah. back to Fort Collins. Or I'll move to Longmont. <laughs> okay. And then we'll just have to do game night up in Longmont. Okay. It's a deal. Perfect. That's what we used to do. Who's moving? <laughs> well, yeah, because like when you were like in North Glen, yeah, I came up and picked you up every week and then <laughs> took you back home. <laughs> yep, with Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the um, I just don't. I don't have those intrusive thoughts in that way anymore. That sounds nice. <laughs> it's weird though, because I lived so long with the the opposite. Like I couldn't imagine not having them, and now I I have a hard time imagining that feeling again. Yeah. Like. I You're don't know. growing. I know, and I don't know how it's to feel. It's so about weird, it. isn't it bizarre? I hate every bit of it. It's just weird. It's weird to be like mentally self-reflective. The one yeah. thing that's really annoying about being better is that you can contradictory to what i just said you remember <laughs> what it feels like to be in the bad spots so you can see it in, in other people oh yeah and like you, you can recognize it it's and it's heartbreaking quickly. that you can't just walk up to someone and be like i've been where you've Ooh. been and it gets better yeah right like i promise there's a, a way to get better you just Somewhere. right like be like here's the one thing that'll fix you yeah <laughs> well and it's hard too because even when you're in close relationships with those people, a lot of the time you you can only stand there and hope like you're just watching them play hotter, colder with themselves. Yeah. And you're like, right, right there, right there. But you can't so say hard. anything and yeah. you can't like lead them there. You just have to like throw tiny hints every once in a while and hope that they pick it up and like get there on their own. Yeah. And then once they get there, you're like, yay, good job. 
we knew it the whole time. And they're like, well, why didn't you say anything? And you're like, because it doesn't work that way. You weren't ready. <laughs> you weren't you there. You have to do the work. I'm you, sorry. You didn't level up that far yet. Yeah, nobody, there now. Yeah. nobody can do the, the social emotional work for you, unfortunately. They can try, though. By God. They well, can try. and when you try, you burn yourself out real quick. That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know I can't do this, but God damn it, I've got to try. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I want to, but I want to. Did you break your nail? Did you bite your nail? No, look at this thing ripped open. Oh, I hate that. Hangnail or whatever. Like, all the way up my finger now. I had some of those, like, but they weren't hangnails. They were from the, I was filing my nail, and I slit my finger open. I cut my finger open crocheting. Oh, wow. (laughs) Speed crocheting. snipping... Oh, okay. (laughs) And I guess I was resting the tip of my finger like against the tip of the scissors, and it was just just enough to like pinch in the end. So I'm just like, and it didn't bleed or anything, but it's like it looks like a really deep paper cut. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like I guess I'm I'm done crocheting for tonight. Snip a little (laughs) bit of my finger here, just just. That was yesterday. Well, let's see. I feel like there's one more aspect that I'm not remembering, and I'm trying to remember it. Well, so more than just the depression, because there's a lot of factors, too. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, if we're not being communicative and we're not addressing things as they are, we throw ourselves into this, like, forced masking, and then we feel, like, misunderstood, unseen, unheard. And nobody cares to find out what's really going on. Yeah. Right. And then we implode and spiral. Yes. And that's a really big one because for us, when we're looking at people, we can tell Mm -hmm. what's going on. We're like, something is wrong. Right. Automatically, immediately, we know something is wrong. But then nobody seems to be able to do that. That that was a huge so you're like, am I too good at masking? Because I don't know how to undo that. Mm-hmm. Or does nobody actually care about me? <laughs> so I do anything. Right. Or do they just lack that kind of awareness? Exactly. But you don't even learn that part until later. Like no, that yeah, when you're took in a it. while. It took so long to be like, oh, other people are emotionally stupid. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're just social idiots. This is, this is going to sound really mean. Um, I'm not throwing shade at Jen, (laughs) but she has now come to the realization that she can't read emotions very well. So she's being more explicit with the kids, letting them know that unless they tell her, she she's not going to pick up on like the little social cues that everyone else does. That's good, though. Right. Like, so Sophie gets upset. She's like, you didn't do anything when I was crying. And she's like, I didn't know you were crying. No. You weren't like sobbing deeply into your sleeves. You were just going, right. <gasps> you know, like your eyes were a little wet. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> did you exactly. poke yourself in the eye? Like you stared at a screen too long. I don't know. But, yeah. but that's good, too, to teach the kids like to. Yeah, exactly. That modeling their feelings. Yeah. It's huge. I'm like, just impressed with both sides because yeah. like. There, she's just she's laying it out there. She's not embarrassed by it. No. And it makes them and understand each other better. Not something to be embarrassed no, by. No, never. Right. Never, never, never. It's just But that's the thing is like we've all been crammed into this type A box for so long. Oh yeah. 
And so many people are not type A people. And the type A box is pokey and small, and we don't really like it. It's not accommodating. It's not nice. No. So if you can't fit into the small pokey box, don't be ashamed. <laughs> the box should be ashamed. Shame on you, box. Shame it on me of, like, you, box. Think about like your ideal bedroom. And what was what you would put in it? And okay. it says a lot about like what type of person you are. Like, you know, uh, an atypical family would have like a bed and a dresser and no TV in the bedroom. You know, like because they watch it in the living room. And but typical. me, I'm like not an atypical. I need a nest. I yes. need my computer. I need I want a my hammock. consoles and my fucking snacks. I don't want to leave my room unless I have. To. Yes, right. I want everything to be there just in case I can't leave my room. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my that's that's cam. the box. That's I your want, box. Yeah, I want I want there to be like a mini fridge, and a sensory swing. Dude, we need to get a sensory <laughs> swing. I would be all. Right. I mean, and a lofted like, these bed. All sound really nice, but like my kitchen's really not that far from my bedroom anyway. So I'm like, this mini fridge would be great, but it's like three steps to my fridge. So <laughs> that's fair. <where it's>, like, <laughs> the mini fridge thought... would only be like half as close. When when we were living in the Fundy house the first time. There was that fridge that was in the washing room, and I had the mini fridge right outside the door. <laughs> so the mini fridge, and then two steps away was this downstairs fridge. Yeah, I've Amazing. been, I've lived that life. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, there's a lot of people who are not good at reading social cues, mm -hmm. and especially because that's the thing when we are being expressive, especially after a long time of like masking. We think we're being really loud, right? Like yeah. facially, expressively, we feel like we're being very clear in our communication. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it's more like a whisper from the outside and people miss it. And that's not their fault. It just is. That's the way it is. And then we forget that, hello, we have trauma and trauma makes us extremely good at reading those micro expressions. Mm -hmm. And so it is very easy for us to pick up on. Because that's how we survived, was micro-expressions and body language and preempting people's needs. Yeah. So, don't be ashamed. And also, like, people aren't going to get it because they didn't have to learn it to survive. Right. And so we have to learn how to be more explicit when Isn't we need something. Isn't that just a painful thought, though? Right. I hate, I've had that, I hit that realization so many times in situations, like, this person won't understand me nope. because they can't. Yes. Well, and I think learning that they can't and not that they won't they, was yeah. a huge distinction. And like they cannot understand what they have not been through. Mm -hmm. The end. That's just the way it is. No matter how much they want to or how much they think they do, they don't have that comparison to draw. Like they can draw many comparisons with many things, but it's not going to invoke the same amount of like emotion, stress, right. pain, um, frustration. Like all of those things are going to be shrunk down into this little like, well, that kind of sort of is a thing. Like, I'm sorry, your baby died. I can under like I can relate. My dog once died. <laughs> and you're like, ah, yeah, yes, it's but no. Same with the physical aspects of like yes. chronic illness. It's like. Oh, you know, my shoulder hurts. Yeah, my shoulder hurt last night. Yeah. Like, but last night. I ran into a door. And 
My shoulder hurt a little bit. Right? My favorite is, uh, I was talking to somebody that I knew in high school, like, years later. And I was having an off day. Like, uh -huh. I was, like, fail after fail after fail. Oh. You know, like, I dislocated my shoulder. I, like, I could not get things right. Yeah. And I said, it was like, they were like, oh, how was your night? And I was like, well, let's see. Last night, I dislocated my shoulder fully and had to reset it. And then I had to, like, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, I get that. Uh, I slept with my neck weird. <laughs> and I was like. That's step my yeah. toe, bro. Well, and the other thing is, yeah. like, right? How often do people ask questions about pain? Yeah, they don't because it feels because socially, like they have been socialized that pain is something that you look away from, right? You don't it's explore that with other people. Like it's awkward. It's taboo. It's like like we've talked about before. It's an intimate thing mm -hmm. to be with somebody in their pain. And it's an intimate thing to be vulnerable in your own pain. But it's like, it's just, it's a fascinating thing because how many people in your life you could probably count on one hand have ever asked you, like, what does it feel like? Right. And that to me is just a, like, that thought takes the cake. But then on the other hand, one of my kids, one of my like favorite kiddos, I super traumatized. She play one. favorite. She I love every them. One They're just you. so darling. You're she all unique butterflies, but you'll never be nearly as good my as my favorite. But this one is. This one's better than you. This one. She is... will always be better than you. That's He's... not what she's saying. He is the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened <laughs> no. to schools in general. In fact, you should just give up now because you'll never, never be as good as him. But she doesn't have. She doesn't have favorites. Don't worry. No favorites. None. They're all my favorites. No, but he's my super socially, emotionally intelligent kid. Yeah. Like, just brilliant. Absolutely too smart for school. Mm -hmm. And he regularly is like, does it hurt like this or does it hurt like this? Or he's like, well, what does it feel like when that happens? And he's like, well, does it hurt every time when you do that? Or is it, like, hmm. different? Yeah. Like, very inquisitive about it and not ashamedly so. Like, no, he's not. The those are the questions you want to get. Yes. Those are the ones where you're like, oh, it's like this. Like, I can explain it's this to so you. It's so weird. Like, I fixed... To understand you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I fixed um, a joint in front of him once and he... Like, this last week. Your and kid he was just acts like, like how I want my doctor to yeah, treat me. We're real. And <laughs> he literally... He was medicine. like, does it hurt every time or is it different? Like, is it the same every time? Like, do you get used to it? And I was like, well, there's different ones. You have, like, you relocate it and the snap hurts really bad, but then you have like the aftershocks, mm -hmm. and he's making the like the ooh ah faces because he's like, oh no, I get like I dislocated my knee once and I had to have that put back, and man, those like aftershocks were blah blah, blah. like just so weird. Yeah, and I don't think I've had an adult in my life be like, what does it feel like? Right. What? What? Let's ask it's more of those true. questions of one I ask other. you those questions all the time. When we were trying to figure it out. All That's the time true. I ask you those questions. But I'm not a regular adult. So. She said you no. can count them on one hand. You're yeah. obviously on the I hand. count as a person on a hand? Yeah. One of five. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm so not used to being a person. <laughs> well, no, that's you me. are. I don't get to be a person. You get to be a person You're now. both people. Well... Maybe together we're. I was going to say, together we might be a people, a singular people. 
with Kaylee's joints, your knowledge, and also I'm here. We could be a person. Your charisma and likability. Don't have any of that. Shut up. Okay. I don't have any of the Riz guys. <laughs> Let's be serious. Now here comes the revenge. Get in the comments um, and tell him how likable and wonderful he is, and, and how much you appreciate him. Yeah, tell him how pretty his eyes are. Try me. And how gorgeous his edits are. Do it. Look at that just smile. Do it, maybe. You can do it. You can just rewind Fine. like 30 seconds and you'll see it. He's hiding it now, but it was there. I don't love any of you. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> you love all of us. Fact. <coughs> oh. Time for break? I think this one we're going to end early. You think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's a little longer than normal. Okay. But it just seems like a good point. Yeah. I barely talked about COVID. <laughs> I know. We never do get to like the, the original point. Are you just done? You you like fading? Yeah, it just I feel like it's, it's time. Yeah. It's done. It it's is time done. to end. Plus then we can send them to Discord for the actual coping skills. Truth. If you want the actual skills, just ask us. Yeah. Come to the lives and, and be like, hey, I want that list of coping skills. I have an the one you never gave. Of co- coping skills. Really? It's been an outline for the past two years. <laughs> and it's never gotten past that we point. We should share it and then we'll all add to it. Yeah. And, and then check out Cards Against Anxiety. That's another good set of cards for coping skills. I need to get some of them for my, like, really teaching. Good for teaching. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, then I'm going to let you do the outro. You didn't get to do your bringing us back or anything, so there you go. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do both of both at the same time. What do you need to do before we go? Oh yes, take my meds. Take your meds. But drink not here now. So. No. Water. <laughs> Hydrate or, or dehydrate. Have a snack because you are a snack, and you deserve it. It's fact. So do that. And then do something nice for yourself. Yeah. And take a break if you need it. You got it. But until next time. Yes. Be good to you. Be kind to you. Be good to others. others. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Unless you're blind or we're blind. What if I go blind between now and then? Wouldn't that be weird? That That would be be weird. weird. Like, just gone. Like, no reason. New symptom. <laughs>